the question that we are breaking down on the dnvr broncos podcast with super bowl 50 champion todd davis co-founder and vice president of content at all city (laughs) network host of the award-winning dnvr broncos podcast co-host of the dnvr buffs podcast and university of colorado alum ryan and yours truly zach stevens did i get your titles right guys yes yes well you did (laughs) I need to get my title right. I don't think I get to claim being the host of this show anymore. Oh, damn. Co-host? You can be a co-host. I can be a yeah. co-host. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, Super Bowl 50. Ch- you got to carry that forever, right? Yeah, that's it. That's all yeah. I got, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's all you got. I could name, uh, you know, team captain, three times uh, tackle leader for the Denver Broncos. Beat Colorado yeah, in college. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, man, uh, Alex Singleton, we need to have him on the show sometime. He was talking mad smack in the locker room yesterday about Sac State. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> he knows better than that. <laughs> Sac State's going to run the table, third in the nation right now. Damn. I don't see any competition in the big sky. Love Alex, but he knows. You know, come on. Yep, yep. And uh, this is the first time that I've had both of you guys on where we can finally agree that Sac State's better than CU this year. No, not even close. Well, what, what do you we mean? we want to deduct. The logic is Sac State beats Stanford. Uh-huh. Stanford <laughs> C- beats CU. So therefore, Sac State could beat CU, right? Anyone could beat anyone, but (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't make them better. Oh, grind with coach speak over here. Any given Saturday or Friday night or Sunday. I think they only put up 20 on us, so I don't know if we want to read into that. (laughs) Might be still too fresh, so we'll just move on (laughs) to the Broncos. Yeah, Ryan's already looking like, can I just leave right now? I want to take off host. Why did I come here? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Misery. And uh, you joined uh, even more misery with the one in five Broncos, Ryan. And it is crazy that we're having this conversation on October 19th. Typically, Todd, Ryan and I have had these conversations every single year come week 17, week 16. It's sometimes like, man, is it good for the Broncos to win and pick up a little momentum, even though they're not going to make the playoffs? (laughs) Or is it better for them just to lose for draft position? And again, we're doing that in like, two and a half months from now, typically. Now, the conversation, I think, rightfully has started. So the question is, is should the Broncos want to win this game? Should, not the Broncos. Should fans and do you want the Broncos to win this game against the Packers or lose this game for draft position? You know, I would love to see them with a good <coughs> draft pick next mm-hmm. year. Um, I don't care if they – I'm not on board necessarily with picking a, a quarterback unless it's Penix. You know, that's my oh, guy yeah. moving forward. Um, but I love it for the option we have to trade it and get a lot of draft capital. So uh, for that reason, I would like the Broncos to lose this game. I'm going to pick them to win it because I feel oh. like they can. But what I would like them to do is lose it. Mm, Ryan, do you agree? Well, if you want Penix, then you don't need one or two. <laughs> well, the thing about it is he just climb, he's climbing up everybody's yeah, boards, and I think he's getting more and more recognition. So I felt safe at three being able to get him, but now I don't feel like it's going to be the case. After this season, draft preparation, I feel like he's going to be higher than maybe three. Okay. That's great news, honestly, for the Broncos yep. that they're going to draft a quarterback uh, if there's three in the top three because even if the Broncos don't get a top three pick – there will likely be someone in the top three in the top three who doesn't want a quarterback and would yeah. be willing to trade for it. Now, I don't know if the Broncos can afford to trade more draft <laughs> capital uh, to try and acquire assets, but because of that, they should lose. Ah. Um, I'm okay. So I got to give um, some credit here to my guy Nick Kendall, who always like checks me when when he thinks that I have a take that <laughs> is wrong. Um, so he was like, "See, the only guy in the world that does that, kinda, yeah, outside of Valley." <laughs> That's uh, and- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he messaged me last week. Remember last week, I said like, "I'm not about Drake May." It's just like Caleb Williams or nothing for me. Yep. He's like, "I think you need to take another look at Drake May." So I did, 
Um, and I hadn't watched a full game of his from this season. Uh, just, you know, p- bits and pieces plus, uh, you know, a few games last season. He's legit. Mm, do you watch that Miami game? He's legit. Um, yes, I watched that game and I watched whatever the f- other first game that Tez Walker, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, played in. And he's, he's legit. Um, he, you know, and Nick told me, he said, hey, watch him and think about Justin Herbert. And that's what I see. And guess what? Justin Herbert, if he didn't play for the Chargers, would be really sick. Um, so, or at least really successful. He's already pretty good um, and just not successful. Um, and so I'm coming around there. I'm not fully in yet, but I'm definitely back back at, on board with the idea of, okay, you put this in a Sean Payton offense. Um, I personally don't believe we're actually seeing a Sean Payton offense right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so give him, you know, the guy for him and let him develop him in the way that he's looking for. And I feel better about it either way. The Broncos need to lose as many games as they can. Uh, and obviously the players are never going to operate that way. Um, I suspect the coach is operating that <laughs> way. I don't know about what the front office or anything like that wants, but I do believe it is better for the Broncos at this point to lose. Um, it sucks that we're having this conversation this soon. It really does. And I don't want to, but the, there's not like it's even too late now to say like, well, they could, you know, maybe scrape together a, a better season than last year. Like realistically, no, they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't even start to go down the road of like, OK, well, the arrow's pointing up with Sean Payton. It's like, nah, you got to. You got to be the bouncy ball. You got to hit the ground before you can start coming back up. Mm, I like that. And the harder you hit the ground, the further you come back up, maybe. Um, And the, so I totally agree with you guys. There's no point in winning games the rest of this season. Momentum going from one year to the other is total BS, unless Mm -hmm. you do what Sean Payton pointed to yesterday when asked about what's your message to the team at one and five. And he said, I look at my good friend, Dan Campbell. And what he did with the with the Detroit Lions last year, they started one and six, finished the season nine and eight. And I believe that's the really the only time that momentum can carry from one season to another when it's that drastic. Yeah. When you finish a season like what is that eight and two or something like that? Eight. Yeah. Eight and two. That's incredible. And then you're really building something there. I don't think there's any way the Broncos finish the season nine and two, eight and three. So at this point. Winning four more games and finishing with the same record as last year is a nightmare. <laughs> it, I agree. It, it's, it's a nightmare, yeah. and I don't want that to happen. At this point in the season, the Broncos aren't going to be 9-8. and eight. They're not going to finish as one of the best teams in the NFL. So just tank. And, Sean, if you're doing it on purpose, you're doing a great job. Continue to do it. If you're not, well, don't try to get any better right now. Get a lot better in the offseason because now it's all about the quarterback and, and there's no reason to win now. Yeah, and, you know, Henry's talked about this actually for a while now, but it's like if you're envisioning a future with Russ, like the next time the Broncos would realistically be good, he's like 37 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to, you just like have to start making plans to move on from him. Um, it's crazy to think someone tweet. I don't know if you saw the person who tweeted at you and I, and was like a year ago, RK was smoking a cigar and Zach was <laughs> yeah. there. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. You, you don't think some shit has changed since then? <laughs> like, yeah, I know a year ago, that's what we were doing. Um, it didn't work out. It not, not only did it, did it not work out, it failed in such a miserable way. We never could have even imagined it in our wildest dreams. Remember the, the show we did, worst case scenario, <laughs> yeah. we got roasted for. Yeah, that was in the Case Keenum era. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that was a Todd Davis era. <laughs> had we done a oh. worst case scenario last year, we wouldn't have even scraped nope. how far down the barrel they were. Um, so yeah, I was maybe the most hyped person about the Broncos getting Russell Wilson like in the world. Uh, I was wrong. We were all wrong, and it's time to start planning for the future without him. Because the next time the Broncos are realistically going to do something special is going to be at a time where he's not going to be built for it anymore. And you might not even be built for it right now. Yeah, we're definitely in a tough position. I mean, you brought up the Lions and what they did last year. Um, 
I just think they were in a very different position than where we are. Yep. They had some key peaches, pieces as far as Jared Goff, Hutchinson. They had, you know, wide receivers that they knew were going to be there for a long time. But this this roster is filled with guys who we don't know are going to be on the team next year. Yeah. And so we can't just say, like, we can keep the core that we have now, hit a winning streak, and then build on that next season when I feel like a lot of this is going to crumble next season, even if we do win, you know, five or six games in a row towards the end of the year. So – um, yeah, it's on us to find a way to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I won't tell my guys that on the team, but <laughs> we got to find a way to lose these games to be able to put ourselves in the best position moving forward. And the thing Th- about this coming game is there's two more, like, really when a little celebration you hear going on the screen. For those listening on the podcast, we just had a bunch of balloons come by on our screen. Whose birthday is yeah, it? I th- I thought, did I miss one? Todd, your no, birthday? No, not me. Yeah, here is. Is it your birthday? Is this how you want us to uh, notice? I have no idea what happened. I, truly, I just looked over and it was happening. Awesome. Uh, we're celebrating the Broncos losing this game, but this is one of two games that the Broncos it should be a coin flip uh-huh. in terms of them winning every other game. I uh, think there's a strong case to be made that the Broncos are going to lose. Even the Vikings at home, even the Texans on the road. Um, I would pick the other teams right now, but you have two. You have this game, the Packers, which we'll get into in a second, and we'll give our picks on this podcast. Um, Broncos one-point dog. I mean, at home, that's a that's a pick em. And then the Patriots. Christmas Eve Broncos probably right now would be slightly favored in that game because the Patriots are also in such a rough spot Mm -hmm. and Broncos at home but we're talking about if you lose this game you really really will be in that position to get a top two pick and then you don't have to worry about a team picking your guy if you have the if 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 you have the first overall pick if you have the second overall pick you're going to get one of the top two or three guys, if if you believe Penix is is joining that race, which he really is, Todd, I believe he's going to be in that conversation. Um, and then you don't have to worry about you get to choose who who your guy is. You don't have to count on other teams to mess up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, really quick on Penix, I watched that whole game. Actually, I watched most of that game. I got home from working that Stanford game around four a.m. Oh, um, so I watched. I was dozing in and out. Um, but I've watched a lot of Penix. He is nasty. Yep. And my only thing with him is that he just needs to land in the right place. Um, because honestly, maybe the lefty thing is getting in my head. I just see so much Tua. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a great thing. J- oh, no, I, I agree. Oh, okay. But if you remember, before Tua had Mike McDaniel, people were out on him. In fact, mm-hmm. I remember I, we did a show where I was advocating if they're trading Tua, the Broncos should trade for him. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we say? I think third round pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I do that deal. Yeah, of course. Everyone <laughs> would go back and do that now. He's a leading MVP candidate. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just one of those things where it's like you have to design it for him and you have to design it in a way that just capitalizes on his accuracy. Yeah. You know, um, and I think Sean, I think Sean can do it. Uh, and that's because I'm living in the tank world where I believe Sean's mm. not actually trying to be the best he can be right now. Well, I think Drew was more, he was more of an accurate thrower than a deep ball guy. Yeah. I wouldn't say Drew had one of the strongest arms, so I think he can do a great job with them. And the thing I like about him is like, that's not when you all you say this... Drew on a one-name basis, my brain went to Drew Locke. <laughs> oh, <sad. laughs> uh, uh, not the great Drew Locke. Great Drew. <laughs> um, the thing I like about him is there's not all this... You know, crap about if he's coming back, what team he wants to stay, and he'll stay until he plays right. for the right team. Like, this guy's just a dog. I think he's yeah. ready to play football. He's ready to play at, at the next level. And so, you know, we won't have to worry about, you know, having the second overall pick. And Caleb's like, hey, I actually want to stay another year. Yeah. Like, I think he'll be yeah. there when it's time to, you know, get drafted. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Penix and Drew, do you see him rapping on the sidelines this what? week? Was he? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Except he one up to Drew. He was freestyling. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then one of his teammates <laughs> quote tweeted the video and was like, he was actually freestyling about how we were going to come back and win. He's different. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that is awesome. Man, when you win and you do stuff like that, like Drew did that during that four and one stretch. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was the coolest thing ever. The next year when things don't go so well, man, people are <laughs> just real killing quick. him for it. Exactly. Um, and uh, let's continue to break down how the Broncos get the number one pick because 
there's a lot of other teams that are in a similar boat. One yeah. and five with the Broncos. Let's take a look at those games after I tell you about our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. We're at Red Hawk Roofing. They've been part of the DNVR family for a long time, so you know you can trust and You can even talk Denver, Colorado sports with them, and they have quality materials, decades of experience. They're available 24-7. They have a quick response time, and they have Colorado's best estimators and contractors. So a big thing when it comes to roofing or anyone dealing with your home is just someone you can trust and having that DNVR connection shows that you can trust them. So make sure to contact them if you're looking for a new roof over your home or business at redhawkroofing.com and tell them that DNVR sent you. And shout out to our friends over at Circa Resorts and Casino. Uh, y'all know we're going to that game, or we're supposed to be going to the game in Vegas. Oh, we're going. Okay, last Let's game go, of the season. Baby. I plan on staying at Circa and having a great time. So if you're there for that last game, come and find us. Yep. We'll be having a good time. You can find me at the tables. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> at any the... day, any moment, except for when the Broncos are playing. <laughs> and they have tons of tables. They have the world's largest sports book. They have a three-story stadium-style seating. It takes 10 people to operate 78 million pixels. I don't know why you need to know that, but <laughs> just know there's a lot That's going insane. on. There's a lot to be seen. Um, they have great food. They have a VIP section, a, a dugout club, a Legends club, a Champions club. Basically, anything you need to watch a game, gamble, have a great time, you can do it at Circa Casinos. So download the app at CircaSports.com. Yeah, you know, so, uh, Ryan, you're going to be at the tables? Yep. I'm going to be in either outside the pool in front of the TV mm -hmm. uh, or inside at, uh, at, at the two-story sports book. Todd, yep. where are you? You with Ryan? You with me? Yeah, I'll be splitting time between okay, the pool okay, and the go. tables for sure. <laughs> I always think I'm going to have time to make it to the pool and then... You just get caught. Just turns into a <laughs> I never get in the pool. I don't yeah. get in the pool. Do you get in the pool? Um, I'm too nervous. There's too many people in Vegas. Everybody's there to have a good time. That's true. I'll just watch and just hang out. You know what I'm saying? You know, last time we were there, Circa hooked us up with like our own cabana room oh, and everything. Man. Um, with like bottle service. And even then, it was so hot outside that like I couldn't even exit the cabana. Yeah. It was the middle of like july yeah summer league yeah so Oof. like people are going in the in the pool i was like there's just no way that's more comfortable than being just in here in the ac that's with, true. A, with a drink in my hand that's really true we're going what is that january yeah. yeah perfect time and then february for the super bowl too yep and then i'm going in march for the Pac-12 oh tournament gosh, that's true and then you got to go for like opening day of baseball and if we're lucky buffs make the vegas bowl you're gonna have mm. to pull off a couple upsets but it's possible oh and Fingers that crossed. would be december yeah. There you go. December, you're, January, you're February, March. <laughs> I might not survive Just that. Just like when you were in college or the end of college. Yep. Yep. Um, I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's see how the Broncos, let's see who we need to root for this weekend. If you are a hater, as you hear would say, the hater's guide for the number one pick. And it's still early. Obviously, a lot of things can change, but... I mean, now that we're kind of going down this road, and I feel like most fans want to go down this road too. So we want to give all the fans all the information that they need and what they should be cheering for because Broncos game isn't the most fun thing to watch. You leave disappointed, but there's still plenty of interest in the rest of the league, and the Broncos have a lot of competition for that number one overall pick. There's, of course, one 0-6 team right now. There's yeah. only one team with a worse record than the Broncos. That's Carolina Panthers. They're off this weekend, so they can't lose, unfortunately, this weekend, or they can't win this weekend. Um, but do you there think are... they would pull a Arizona Cardinals? What's that mean? B draft back-to-back -back quarterbacks? They can't. Bears have their number one overall pick. Oh, mm -hmm. right, How right, right, about right. that? Okay, that is a whole other conversation. We we'll have it to is. have our Bears guys on. It for, is, yeah. and that's actually potentially a great thing for the Broncos. If the Broncos aren't going to get the number one overall pick, you want the Bears to go one-two, because the Bears aren't going to draft two quarterbacks. So, yeah. And if true. they are, they'll trade. Yeah, one they'll of trade those. one of those. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Bears are obviously one of the other one in five teams. So, you hear, let's pull this graphic up here. What game of these do you think has the best chance of going right for the Broncos, meaning a one in five team wins? I'll read the, the games out to you. The Bears, one in five, taking on the three and three Raiders. So, I was feeling really good about this until I realized that Justin Fields isn't playing. Yeah. Is he for sure out? Um, no, he's doubtful. Yeah, he's for sure not yep. playing. So uh, Tyson Bajent, uh, Bajent of Chaos, uh, he will be <laughs> starting for the Bears. He's a rookie. And, uh, yeah, that doesn't make me feel good. Undrafted guy? Um, I don't know. 
I probably. I mean, outside of DJ Moore, Justin Fields is all the Bears have mm-hmm. in terms of like being able to win a game. So yeah, they don't have him. No. And that's why they're bad because while I really like Justin Fields and and think he has a bright future, he is just as capable of losing you the game as he is winning it. And so when he is your best, ch- best the player that gives you the best chance to win other than DJ Moore, I think you're right there, then you end up being bad. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, best case scenario for the Bears, as good as it would be to get Caleb Williams um, and Marvin Harrison Jr. if they have the one-two pick, it's probably because they're so bad all around getting Caleb Williams and selling that second overall pick Mm -hmm. for tons of assets and kind of doing, Todd, what you think if the Broncos shouldn't get a quarterback and just get so many assets to build up their team. Probably go back to like four. With like maybe the Broncos and still get Marvin, uh-huh. insane and still pick up a first round pick. Um, okay, so that one's a tough one. Here, let's pull it up again. We've got the one and five Patriots. Ain't no way playing the four and two Bills. Ain't no way. <laughs> we can just skip that. There's no way that the Patriots beat the Bills. The Patriots have been struggling week after week. Thought they would finally beat the Raiders. Lost to them by one point. Um, yeah, I think there's no way that they beat the Bills. The Bills are like. You know, they were off and they're trying to find their stride. I feel like they may be. They're always the team that I feel like I don't know if they could do it. Mm. They always look like they might be able to, but then somewhere along the way, they kind of charger. Yep. They charge. It's true. Um, and I don't know what, what the problem is, but um, they're good enough to beat the Patriots for sure. So let me just paint this picture from last weekend. Was there any chance that P.J. Walker and the Cleveland Browns were going to be the undefeated 49ers? No. Nope. What about the 2-3, and I believe, New York Jets playing the 5-0 and Philadelphia Eagles? Any chance? Nope. With Zach Wilson. You're talking about those are two great defenses, though. Ah, you're right. I feel like yeah. that's, the only, that's the only caveat right there. Yeah. Those defenses, I feel like, won those games. <clears throat> the Eagles game was so weird. They were in full control and then just like, I don't know, stopped. Then Nathaniel Hackett heard Sean Payton's <laughs> voice and said, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Um, but Todd, I mean, I was just trying to paint devil's advocate. No way. Yeah. That, that you never want to like include one of those like minus 1400 games in your parlay because it adds like a Nothing. dollar yeah. and it only puts risk. This is one where, yeah, throw it in because this it's not going to break your parlay. No, not at all. Um, are you ready to admit you were wrong and I was right about Mac Jones? Nope. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I am willing to admit it about one team, which we will we will talk about. We will talk about. You're, it's all you know. <laughs> um, I, you guys, both of you. Well, well, we'll get to that team in a second. Okay. All right. Here, let's pull it up again. The one and five Giants playing the three and three Commanders. That's a Giants dub. Yeah. Ooh. This is the game. This is the game that I really feel like could work in the Broncos' favor. Because the Giants have played everybody, well, except for the first game, played everybody pretty close and had some tough matchups. The Commanders, I can't say they're bad because they whooped us, but <laughs> I think the Giants as a team are better than the Commanders overall. Yeah, and do we know if Tyrod or DJ is starting this? I think DJ's on track to be back. Uh, that's disappointing. Uh, yeah, Tyrod was a dog last week. I liked week. watching mm-hmm. Tyrod play. Um Still, I think the Giants have a great chance to win this one. Um, I thought they should have beat the Bills, and then we would have been talking about that as one of the ones of, did you expect this to happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, Yeah, this one is the Commanders, who knows who they are. I mean, Sam Howell can be terrible. He can throw more interceptions than points. He literally did that the week after dropping, how many points on the Broncos? 35 35. and looking like an MVP quarterback. So (laughs) when your quarterback is that wishy-washy, absolutely. So I think I agree with you guys, unless... You think the one in five scrappy Arizona Cardinals can beat the three and two Seahawks? I actually think they can. I think they can too. Uh, I don't know if they will, but I do think they can. The Cardinals, man. This is like, this is the best worst team yep. in the NFL because they're just they're playing hard every single week. Yeah, I think I said this a couple weeks ago, but they remind me of the movie Major League. Like, they're trying to lose, and the players are just like, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to win. Um, They're just, unfortunately, not good enough to do so. Doing it for their coach, man. Yep. The zip, what what did he say? Shots. Shots. Explosives. (laughs) 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 Got him fired up. (laughs) Todd, I don't think we've ever got your opinion on that. Um, Of us not being former players, we 
still thought that was cringy as hell. Did you see that video? Yeah, he's different, man. <laughs> I think it's a good way to put if it. If that was with my old team, he would have lost us immediately. Like, <laughs> man, if you don't sit down somewhere. <laughs> Doing that with you, Aki, Vaughn, yeah, Chris, not, they, la- they would have laughed right there. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, when you're a professional coach, you're around like some of the coolest people in the world. The one thing you just can't do is be corny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So you're trying like, to be relatable uh-huh. and you're just trying way too hard. Then yep. you have like Sean Payton, who's sponsored by Jordan. Yep. It's true. Like, he, at least he has that going for him. He does. He does. He does. Okay. Let's get into our AFC West picks here. We've already kind of touched on one game. So let's just start with that game right now. We got the Raiders playing. Uh, who are the Raiders playing again? <laughs> I totally forgot. They're playing, They're playing the Tyson Bajant-led Bears. Oh, yeah. yes, the Bears. Ryan, you already said there's no way the Raiders are losing this one. I don't think Not there's no, no way. way. Bajant actually had a couple moments in that game, and then he had, like, two really bad turnovers. Okay. What you would expect out of a low-round rookie quarterback or undrafted. I'm honestly not sure. Um, but I, I think undrafted. <coughs> um, Where do you go to school? Could not tell you. If I had to guess, <laughs> I'd throw out, like, Miami of Ohio. Mm. Oh, okay. I was going to go Eastern Illinois. Oh, nice. Since we brought up uh, Sean. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's possible, but not likely. So, yeah. there you go. Four and three Raiders. He might be the only NFL player to come out of this college. Okay, well, that's not going to I've us. never heard this college before. Incarnate Word. No, I've that's, heard that's there's a the Broncos player there. <laughs> it, this is in West Virginia, Division Two sport. Oh. They compete in the Pennsylvania State Athletic <laughs> Conference. Hmm. Again, the school is in West Virginia, and they compete in mm-hmm. the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. Yeah, the PSAC. No clue. The PSAC, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Their mascot is the Rams. Their oh, name is uh, Rampart. No, no, that'd be good. Shepherd. Shepherd College. Shepherd Rams. Yeah, I don't even know if it's college or university. It does wow. not even say on their Wikipedia. Shepherd University. Wow. Wow. Dang. Impressive. I thought I had something with Rampart. <laughs> um. So yeah, the Raiders are gonna win this game. Um. And it's crazy because the Raiders were one and three with their only win coming on a one point win against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. It looked like they were just down and out. I'm not buying that they're a four and three team, but they're gonna be a four and three team after this weekend. I think they'll very much come back down to earth. Um. But they played three of the easiest teams in the NFL. So and the I Broncos. guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. And so I guess credit to them because the Broncos were able to do it. They were able to win those games. Is that Bears, Jets, Commanders? It is. Uh, oh, who is it? It's Bears, Patriots, and Broncos. Oh, okay. Broncos, and then one more to oh. start their streak. Um, I'll pull that up. And Todd, do you have them winning this game? Yeah, I think the Raiders pull this one out. Um, I don't like choosing them, but you know. I think it's a smart decision. I think if Justin Fields is playing, I could take the Bears. But since he's not, I'll give it to old, uh, old Raiders. Do you think that um, we have any listeners that went to Shepherd University? We have we have the most listened to podcast in Sri Lanka, so I'm going to say yes. All right. Yep. Let's go. Let us know if you went to Shepherd. Um, oh, the Packers as well. <clears throat> the only Rams I support. Okay. They played the Packers. And uh, mm. we're going to get into the Packers. No. Packers are not a good team um and did you guys see Devonte adams comments yesterday no i didn't see him what did he say he said so again this is after the raiders second straight win they're now three and three heading in the right direction second in the afc west they might even be in position for a playoff spot right now <laughs> they're on track they're favored to be four and three and Devonte said i'm not happy with my role mm. um he didn't say i don't care if we win he said it's not all about winning for me um i'm a legend and uh, or I'm, I'm greatness, and I want to be reflected in that in the game plan. I need to be more involved. At the end of the day, um, I want to win. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's their best player by far, or at least their best offensive player by far, because Max Crosby is super good as well. Um, but things are not going in the right direction for Devontae Adams and the Raiders with two weeks left. He's just the trying to force deadline. that trade. Yeah. 
As he probably should. That's a big statement. I think he should. He should get out of there. Yeah. And he is a good player, so I definitely. He went there to be with Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not using me the way I want to be used, and you know, I think that if anybody's gonna step up and say something as a wide receiver, yeah. yeah. They usually are the ones to come out and say, <laughs> "Hey, I don't like what's going on. Get me out of here, yeah. or give me the ball." But I think he's much rather get out of there than even get more catches. Alex Roberts says, imagine if uh, Penix played in the peace act. Oh, <laughs> man. He'd be Wait, did it you up. see that Desmond Howard clip? No. From game day? They had game day at Washington last week? No. Mm -hmm. It was really cringe. Why? He started chanting, like, it's oh, Penix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he started man. chanting big Penix energy. No way. Because yeah. <laughs> he didn't know how to pronounce his name? No, he was no. just like trying to be goofball. edgy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was so bad. That is tough. And like everyone's like. And he's like jumping uh, up and down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. So bad. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. Sometimes you need to do less. Yeah, <laughs> great advice. <laughs> I, I might <laughs> take my own advice sometimes with that. Um, okay, this next game. We've got the Chargers playing the Chiefs. Chargers may be the most disappointing team in the country right now. Ryan, you said you might want to take the upset here. This is how the NFL's going. I know. I have a feeling they might win, but you know I'm not an idiot. I would never pick the Chargers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no. Uh, give me the Chiefs. The Chiefs, like, just aren't even fun to watch anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, as much as I always want them to lose – they were usually making like electric plays and yeah. you're like, ah, oh, this is good football. Yep. Prime like time not, was fun. Yeah. It's like not even that anymore. They're just like scraping together ugly wins. I mean, is it kind of like the 2015 Broncos team? Like everyone in Denver loved it because it was a great no, they football didn't. team. Uh, <laughs> everyone was whining and bitching and well, moaning the whole that, season. That's true. That's true. Um, but like, around I bet the country, that's what they're doing in KC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and around yeah. the country, it probably wasn't the most enjoyable to watch the Broncos on national TV because people didn't want the Broncos probably to win because they've been so dominant for so long. Yep. Yeah, and yet it was like defensive games, which isn't what just casual football fans want to see. It was fine for me. Yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't think we were even favored that year. Like we had even coming off of like um, our great record the year before yep. and getting the bye. Like, we still weren't favored that next year. So I feel like we had to prove people wrong. But, yeah, I can see why fans didn't love it as much. I mean, we were winning games by three points here, five points here. Like, we weren't blowing guys out. Yep. Um, so pause if that sounded crazy. Uh, <laughs> but I said we weren't. So I think that's a, that's a good one. Um, but, yeah, the Chargers, they're always tough because I feel like if anybody in the division, out of anybody in the division, they play the Chiefs the toughest. They True. always are in games with the Chiefs and have the opportunity to win and throw it away at the end of the game, every single game. So I'm picking them to lose, but they What's have the, the best five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I picked them yep. to cover. Yeah. They can cover, but they'll lose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't even know if they'll cover. And you guys, <laughs> Ryan, you've been saying it for years. Todd, you said at the moment you joined this podcast earlier this year, the Chargers are going to charge her. This was the last time that I was like, man, Justin Herbert is just that good he's gonna make up for brandon staley and i'm totally out on staley yeah he's a really good dude like you've said todd mm -hmm. um, my interaction with him have only been great but it's they have to make a move and uh, their defense is awful he's a defensive guy they have mm -hmm. so much talent and they're only scoring 17 points like something has to change because the chargers <coughs> should not be two and three with that talent but they just they can never put it together so yep. chiefs are gonna win this game and the Chargers are going to drop to two and four. And if the Broncos beat the Packers this week, when they're only a one-point dog, the Broncos will be one game back of the Chargers. They'd be a is, half game back, right? They would be a, a half, you're right, a half game back of the Chargers, which is nuts for how awful this Broncos start has been. Yep. That's just the Chargers, man. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's Phillip Rivers leading the league in passing yards or it's LT breaking. Yep. Touchdown, touchdown records, records. Yeah. it does not matter they're not going to do anything they're not winning no super bowl they're not having successful seasons it's just they find a way to do it and all of that time with justin herbert and philip rivers one afc championship game appearance yep. and obviously they lost <clears throat> i mean imagine that having like an eternal franchise quarterback and never mm -hmm. doing anything with it mm -hmm. yeah and like of course it's not their fault in, in the in the way of like you're going to trade them or move on from them no, no like philip rivers was 
good enough to be that guy. Obviously, Justin Herbert's good enough to be that guy, and you're just in such a weird spot. Yeah. I just wish someone in Justin Herbert's corner was smart enough to tell him, get the hell out of there. Don't sign an extension. Pull a Caleb Williams? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Archie Manning did it. Yep. He said, ain't no way Eli is playing for that organization. Yep. And guess what? Eli got two Super Bowls because of that. Mm. John Elway also did that. And John <coughs> got two Super Bowls out yep. of it. And actually three by staying with the Broncos. Um, okay. And let's get to uh, the Broncos game. I'm glad you've come around. After. Yes. Oh, so yeah. I'm picking the Chiefs to win. Um, after I tell you about our friends over at... Uh, Bacchus and Shanker, where if you're in any sort of accident, automobile, motorcycle, um, ride share, pedestrian, truck, they are there to help you. Call 222-2222 to find out if you have a case. And, of course, it's free to find out if you have a case. They are here for you. It's free consultation, free as they work on your case. You only pay when they win for you. And speaking of winning, all they do is win. They have over a billion dollars in wins for their clients. So check them out over at Bacchus and Shanker, coloradolaw.net, or at 222-2222. And a huge shout-out to Breckenridge Distiller. We have a couple of their products here on the table. Home of the Breckenridge Bourbon, which is the official bourbon of the D. Ver Broncos contest. I know that sounded crazy. Uh, Battle <laughs> of the Broncos blends. They got the Ed McAfee blend and the Alfred Williams blend. You can vote to, for your favorite and win Breckenridge Distillery Bronc and Broncos swag. To enter, you go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com forward slash bourbon of Denver Broncos. There's dashes in between each word. It takes too long to read it out, but <laughs> you guys get the gist. Um, the great thing about it is you can win two tickets to the Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey Suite for the Broncos versus Chargers game. And if these teams are oh. both, you know, one and whatever when it gets to that <laughs> game, um, it'll be a game that we probably want the, the Broncos to lose. But anyway, it should be a, a fun outing and a fun night for you guys. So go and look at our friends. Check out our friends. Go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Make sure you vote for your favorite Breckenridge bourbon and <coughs> enter the win. All right, let's hop into some comments before we give our Broncos picks right now. We've got some super chats rolling in. Really let's quick. Let's get to them. Um, an important update for our listeners, oh. as I haven't been able to check in with them um, as much. I did, in fact, win my eighth DNVR Madden League Super Bowl championship oh, last yes, week. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Congratulations. <laughs> now uh, this is the balloons. You got to do the balloons. <laughs> yes, now. Yes. They're, they're, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out like I truly am. Oh, uh, man, I don't know how Ryan got one championship, let alone eight. Uh, just determination, grit, dogness. <laughs> do you bring Todd Davis out of retirement? Uh, you can't do that in the game, no. Mm. Um, but maybe I can rename one of my There we go. There we go. How much Quay would... Walker is now Todd Davis. Oh, there we go. How much would it take to uh, come out of retirement right now? And play for who? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one in five Broncos. Um, you don't even have to move. Yeah, I wouldn't have to move. <laughs> I mean, I really wouldn't have to play well either. No. If I'm just out there, I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah. you can't just blame it on me no, when I come no. back. You can rejoin the show in in January. I was yeah. going to say, can we just negotiate into the contract that you still get to do the show? Yeah. Heck yeah. Ooh. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Posting yeah, from the a, locker room would be dope. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. A, a nice paycheck. Nothing crazy. Yeah. I would come back for that. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Um, so, John, George, maybe call Todd. I think I know you have their number. Um, okay. Uh, so let's hop into Super Chats. Justin says, Todd, what percentage of the Broncos would you say you personally have a relationship with? Any guys you've never played with but still talk with? Um, I have a good amount of guys on the team that I definitely talk to and have a good relationship with. Uh, so I'd probably say like 60, 65% of the guys yeah. on the team I know personally. Um, and then other guys that I've met um, throughout like hanging out at different events with guys and stuff like that. I built some good relationships with most of the team. Um, even like met Mike McGlinchey last two nights ago for the first time. He's a good dude, um, but continue to meet everybody and everybody's really cool. So um, everybody's good dudes. That's that's what's tough about critiquing everybody all the time is like I know more than half of the guys and then I've you know hung out with more than that. So <coughs> it's always tough. But I got to be honest. I got to keep it real with you yeah. guys. I can't lie to my fans. <laughs> like uh, Alex Singleton, you never played with, right? Yes, but I know him well. Right, right. Yeah. I feel like if you overlapped with like one of the guys in their room, then you'll end up at an yeah. event with them or yeah. whatever. Yeah, just like Josie, you overlapped with him, and uh, now that Singleton connection, exactly. Yeah. Do do any of those guys ever like say anything to you about something you said <laughs> or tweeted or anything like that? Um, <coughs> no, I think those guys are busy, man. I don't know if they're really uh, checking up on everything I say. 
I know uh, Sean Payton is. But they won't say nothing to me. They know who the big dog is. <laughs> oh, no, there we go. I'm just playing. No, um, we know no, you're still working out every day. Yeah, I have a good relationship with all the guys. We're all good. Uh, uh, Chad coming in says, RK, have you imagined a scenario where the Broncos can land dime time next year? It's catching on, baby. Yeah. My nickname's yeah. catching is that on. Nickname? That's what I that's what I said. Oh, I was okay. like, you should be dime time. It's perfect. Goes along with the watch. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then like you imagine like, you know, dame time, like he points at the wrist after yeah. a big play. Dime time. Yeah. <clears throat> it's perfect. Anyways, um, yeah, I've envisioned that, but it just requires sucking for another year and i don't want to live in that world so we're talking next year is in 2025 draft yeah i mean shador could come out in this draft and i believe be a top five pick um top five pick not just quarterback top five pick wow mm. yep you don't think he's fallen at all in the past couple of weeks no okay um he threw for 400 yards and five touchdowns against sanford yeah it's true, it's true. his <laughs> stats are insane um uh, and he's you saw what happened when Caleb Williams faced constant pressure. Yeah. That's Shador every single game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He always faces constant pressure like that, and he makes crazy plays um, just game in and game out. So I, I think he would be right there in the mix with Penix. Uh, and, I, and I love – I think he's awesome. Um, but maybe it's top ten. I don't know, just yeah. depending on how the quarterback stuff shakes out. That being said, I just don't think he's going to. Um, this is – next year – is realistically the last chance he'll probably ever have to play for his dad. Um, he's played for his dad every game of his life. <laughs> That's yeah. wild. Um, so I think that he's going to take that last chance. I know internally they have extremely high expectations for what they're going to be able to do as a team next year. Travis Hunter has to stay. So it's like one more year of those two with Coach Prime. Um, so I think it will be the 2025 draft. you think there's a way that he could continue to play for Coach Prime? Like if the team is bad enough that they're – in the top three for a pick, they could be looking for a new head coach. Coach Prime mm. has been extremely adamant that he has no interest in, in coaching in the NFL. Mm. But do you believe him? Yes. Well, of course you do. <clears throat> he just says, like, he basically says, like, I'm not going to try and talk to millionaires about, like, like, I think he said, like, I just can't handle being, like, disrespected by a grown man or something <laughs> like that because you know as you're a coach like you're constantly dealing with someone going against what you said right yeah he's like i would just lose my mind grown-ass men uh like going against what i said so it's a very different business and now you can correct me if i'm wrong but i have to imagine recruiting isn't as much of a grind as it used to be or is with with nil or is uh, that wrong I think recruiting is absolutely a grind, but Coach Prime is just like a relationships guy. So I think he enjoys that side of it. Um, now, I also think like his his magnetism would actually work in the NFL from a free agency standpoint. Like, how could you not want to go play for him? But it's not it wouldn't have nearly the same impact. Like you can't just walk. He couldn't just walk into the Broncos and flip the whole roster like he did with the Buffs. You know, yeah. like uh, it just doesn't work that way. So. But I do think you would have like super duper stars just being like, I want to go play for Coach Prime. Like, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is like quite the level, but like those Big types of players, bro. like Lamar Jackson is just like, I want to go play for Coach Prime. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I don't see, I don't see guys giving him much like pushback. Cause I feel like the only guys that get pushback as NFL coaches are guys that haven't played in the league. Cause you hear somebody telling you this over and over and we're like you don't know how it feels to actually be out there mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so sometimes you want to tell that guy to shut up but the coaches um that have done it for a long time been successful that come and coach i don't really see them or i haven't had any like bad interactions with coaches that have actually done it mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that they have sense. like a respect yep. level with the guys right sure sure but that's me i don't know how it, he probably still doesn't want to do it i always thought about that with um Akeem and Chris's coach in college, Mark Mangino. Mm. <laughs> He's just like 400 pound guy. Yeah. Like I just can't imagine being told like, run a lap. <laughs> <laughs> you run a lap. <laughs> Man, I just I just wonder about the Dallas Cowboys. What if they don't make their goals this year? Wouldn't Jerry just offer him? everything but he doesn't He's want all that. about the stunt too the publicity yes and all that. He loves exactly that. Yeah. and then maybe a promise is like you can trade all of our draft capital to go get your son to be <laughs> our quarterback is, i mean i i think you're thinking along the right lines from jerry's side of things of course yeah yeah, yeah. i just really don't think that that's in coach prime's like 
dreams or goals. That's that's totally fair. And one more thing, I think also Shadur, for all the reasons you mentioned about staying in Colorado for an extra year, for staying in Colorado, if he does that, he would be on track to be the number one quarterback taken. So number one pick in the 2025 draft. That's really appealing too. And just watch what happens because I, uh, we we can end the Buffs talk right here. But <clears throat> I truly believe they're just going to go take starting linemen uh -huh. from big schools this offseason like from sec schools starting offensive linemen are just going to come play for colorado for like their last year just stay out um, of tuscaloosa and maybe <laughs> uh, so like just watch what happens when Shador has a line in front of him next year yeah it's going to be the college version of the peyton manning effect where people just want to come play mm -hmm. with this team that have you know one year to go uh you know play with a great player do the buffs have to win any more games for that to happen this year no you think they're already set for that? Yeah. Love it. Love they it. They will win more games, though. Oh, I love that, too. Casey says, uh, I actually sent RK an ESPN piece on Bagnet the, on Twitter. Bajent. Uh, Bajent, thank you. On Twitter in the offseason, his dad was a champion arm wrestler. I lived 30 minutes from Shepard, but went to uh, Shenandoah, Shenandoah University. <laughs> BSN OG shouting out the bros. Love it, Casey. Love it. I remember you sending me that. That was an electric article about his dad about his, dad? his upbringing and yeah i remember being like oh it looks cool have you guys seen the face slapping championships yes. oh yeah that stuff is wild actually uh when we were at circa the first day we got to circa that event was being held in circa oh my god <laughs> but we didn't know that and so <clears throat> parker is in the sports book betting on the face slap championship. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> and I go down there and meet him. I like grab a drink. We're we're chatting in the sports book, and then a guy walks by in like full face slap uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and Parker just like I watched his head just explode. He was like, I just watched him win on the, like it just nothing was computing. It was yeah. hilarious. Oh man, probably a really red face. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. Jeremy uh, throwing us a super chat. We appreciate that, Jeremy. And Sean also throwing us a super chat and saying uh, my boy or me and my boys flying in from Charlotte tomorrow for the game. Keep it up, guys. You get me through the workday. Hashtag Denver fan from the east. Love it. And oh, yeah. uh, hope you have an awesome time this week. Maybe your best opportunity. One of your best opportunities to see a Broncos win. And let's hit a couple of questions on the website before we give our final predictions. 805 Bronco says real quick uh, for Sean. I think I'm going to make my first uh, Broncos tailgate appearance of let's the season. Go. this weekend. Here we go. Let's go. <clears throat> I've been like slightly under the weather for like a, a month straight. It's been terrible. Today's the first day. I feel like I, I got my I got my bounce back in my step. You got your swagger yep. back. <laughs> Love it. There we go. Whenever I can bring that up, I just I need to do that. <laughs> um, question on the website coming in from 805 Broncos says, "What's up, DMVR crew? Haven't commented in a while because the Broncos are once again crushing my soul before the end of October and left me dull and lifeless." Jeez says, "Looking forward to finding some joy as a Broncos fan again when what has sadly become the most exciting part of our year rolls around." the offseason i'll preface my question by stating i truly believe the broncos will not win another game this season they are so so bad it's hard to fathom however we live in a world where crazy things happen so my question is this how many consecutive wins would it take for even an ounce of hope for this season to creep back in beating the bills week 10 to get in four and five the vikings in week 11 to get to 500 or the browns in week 12 to get to six and five Logically, I tell myself not to get excited until at least beating the Browns, but I know my stupid heart will begin convincing myself that they are a team of destiny if they have even an impressive win over the Chiefs next week to get to 3-5. and five. What do you guys think? Have a nice weekend. If they got to 6-5, and five, I think I legitimately would be on board. Like, they can make some things. That means you beat the Bills. Hold on. If they were 5-5, five the five, they'd, they'd be coming off of wins against the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah. So 5-5 five and five would probably do it. I mean, to 5-5, five and five, I think 5-5 five and five would be the last deciding factor for me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't believe it. Like, even beating the Chiefs, eh, I'm not on board. Like, you guys just maybe had a good game. Yeah. You beat the Bills. Okay, may, like, we're getting really close. And then you find a way to go 6-5. Okay. and five, I'm like, I'm on board. Like, let's rock. I mean, if they beat the Chiefs. And they'd be on a two-game winning streak. I would start to build the the path in my head. Of and and you got a whole bye week after that to yeah. keep building that. I think it's after beating the Bills because I agree they can easily beat the Packers. 
and then they could get lucky in a fluke game against the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. um, there would definitely be some excitement, though, then going into the bye three it and five. Be. But then if they beat the Bills, back-to-back -back weeks of beating the Chiefs, and then the Bills on the road, yeah, it'd be, it'd be taken off, man. Yeah. People, and then, the, of course, they would, like, lose the next game and just kill everyone's so hearts. It happened yeah. with uh, the 49ers. That's very true. Vance, what was it, three-game win streak, four-game yep, win streak? they were three and six, then went on a three-game win streak, six and six. There was yeah. talk of Vance being coach of the year at that point. <laughs> And then they lost every single one of their games? You they guys lost, lost every single one of your games? Well, first of all, know. Emmanuel Sanders and Chris Harris got injured. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and then that was the George Kittle Niners game. 213 uh -huh. yards? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's 212. The record's yeah. 213. Yeah. In the first half. Yeah. <laughs> um, Craziness. And that was, yeah, the wheels kind of came off there. And I remember, I think we had Chris Harris on the show the next week. Yep, when he was hurt. And he was like, if the games matter at the end, I'm coming back. Yeah, exactly. I never did. Games didn't matter. <laughs> uh, Kai Not Kyler says, hey, y'all. Henry is a stud for all the work explaining Russ's contract situation. To add to the conversation, a couple sources have mentioned that Russ's 2025 salary is guaranteed for injury, meaning if Russ mm, can't pass question. a physical in March, we would be stuck paying him that cash, like it or not. If we know he's not that guy going forward, is this a good enough reason to bench him sooner rather than later? Yes, uh, I didn't really get a chance to get into the tank conversation because we haven't done our Broncos picks yet. Are we gonna? When are we doing those? We're hitting that in fourth. Okay, right okay. after this cut question. Uh, I forgot that we were only in the third. Um, but that is a free tank move. Like I think that you can do that move. You know, you can get fined in the NFL for tanking. Mm -hmm. I think you can do that move and be clear from being accused of tanking, even though it will help you tank. Um, because you're it's just like the sound financial decision yep like you're doing it because you have to protect yourself against that guaranteed money and i don't think that the nfl can say well you you're you have to pay the better player even if it's the wrong business decision like they don't have that type of power so uh i think that's coming after the bye week right after the bye week yep Dang. for the rest of the season yep so jared Stidham for nine games russ for eight this yep. year Wow, that would be the ultimate move if they do it that early. Unless they, you know, talk do one of those things that we were just talking about sure, with sure, some sure. crazy run. But if not, I think the Broncos will say we're making a change at quarterback for football reasons. We'll all know the real reasons. Yep, exactly. And Sean will get to see his guy, Jared Stidham. All and right. It'll be terrible. Let's get to our Broncos <laughs> picks. We see Jared Stidham this week against Jordan Love. After I tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge uh, Brewery, we've got some Breck brews on the table. Broncos Country Pale Ale. You can get pretty much any team that's playing right now, you can get a beer over at Breckenridge Brewery. The Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Vanilla Porter Jr ale that they've got and of course the avalanche amber ale also mile high city so you can get it all over at breckenridge brewery that is why they're the official beer of dnvr so check them out over at breckbrew.com in order to find the breckenridge beer closest to you and speaking of breckenridge let's hit our parting shots by breckenridge distillery <laughs> as we break down the Broncos game for you. Make sure to head over to BreckenridgeDistillery.com to find where you can get Breckenridge Distillery for your weekend. Available in all 50 states. Man, we've got it all on set right yep. here. So let's dive in to our Broncos picks. Todd, since we don't have the video, can you just give us like a reenactment? Yes. <laughs> Man, I wish I could. I think the, the Broncos have, have like drained all the excitement oh. and hype out of me. If they get a win this week, I'll have something for you guys next week. There we go. I love it. I love it. Man, now now I'm definitely pulling for the Broncos to win. Um, no, I'm still not. But <laughs> how do you see this game playing out, Todd? That was a for sure, for sure. You know, I think the Broncos are gonna get a win. I don't want them to win, but I feel like this is a winnable game. The defense is trying to put some things together. Um, they've had a little bit of time off to kind of like go back and look at old film. I don't think Russ is gonna have a two interception game again. Uh, so for those reasons, I'm going to say that the Broncos offense is going to look better than it did last week. I think Jaleel and, uh, and um, Javante combined for more than 85 yards this week. So for that, I'm going to say the Broncos win 24-21. Mm, okay. Man, what a nightmare scenario there, Todd. I know, I know. <laughs> Ryan, you picking the Broncos to win this? Um, no. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with football. Uh, mm. I think that from a football standpoint, the Broncos should win this game. Um, but you've heard of fraud watch. Yeah. The Broncos are on tank watch. 
until I'm proven differently, I believe that Sean Payton is trying to lose games. Uh, I've seen enough, and I might even do like a Twitter thread this week that's just like all of the thing, like in real time, all of the things that are happening that are proof that Sean Payton is is not trying to do the best possible job he could do. Um, it's just, it doesn't add up for me. Um, the timeout obviously was egregious. Um, some of the play calls have been really egregious. Uh, and I truly don't think that Sean Payton is trying to win. Mm. So until I am proven otherwise, I'm picking the Broncos to lose every game moving forward. Wow. And if they lose this one, I don't know if I'll pick them to win another game. And yeah. you know what? I wrote this in our Broncos roundtable. The only team that is bad enough to lose to a team that is trying to lose is the Bears. <laughs> yeah. And they did that. And they did. Yes, they absolutely did. And speaking of the Bears, um, the Broncos have uh, the least impressive one in five record because yep. their one win was against a one in five team and it came in a dramatic comeback. We all know how that went down. The Packers are the least impressive two and three team with their resume. Their wins are against the Bears. Enough said there. And their other win is against the Saints. And you say, well, the Saints aren't, aren't bad. Well, remember that game. The Saints were winning 17 to zero. Then Derek Carr got hurt. Mm -hmm. And he was out the rest of the game. Then the Packers made their 18-0 comeback to beat New Orleans 18-17. If Derek Carr stays in that game, doesn't get hurt, the Packers lose that game. And they are a 1-4 team playing the Broncos this weekend. So the, the Packers are really bad. They're now on a two-game losing streak, including a loss to the Raiders, where the offense just looks so incompetent. So, Todd, what you said about the Broncos being uh, a, a better team, I agree. They should they should win this game. Or Ryan, you said that. Whoever said that. Um, I think we both alluded to it. They, mm -hmm. they might be just as good or even better than the Packers here. And that's why I'm going Broncos to win this game because they All have right. two winnable games left. And I think they probably win those games and don't win another game this season. So I'm going Broncos 23 to 22. And here's one interesting thing about the Packers. Can you guys guess what their points per game is on average this season? 16. 16? <laughs> 17. They're going the Nathaniel Hackett. Okay, now uh, guess points scored against them. 16. 16? Uh, no, no, it's got to be higher than that. Okay. Yeah. 21. 20, yeah, okay. 20. 21. You guys are closer on uh, points scored against them. 22.6 points per game scored against them. So they're a two and three team as close as you can get to 500. Mm -hmm. So how would you adjust your points per game for them with that being said, with their defensive <laughs> points per game being 22.6? 22.6. 21.6. 21. 22.6. <laughs> they have scored exactly as many points as they have given up. They are exactly what a 500 team should be. So maybe with that, they should be three and three after this game, but <sighs> I'm going Broncos feels like a lot, win man. here. It does. It does feel like a lot, especially when you're coming off an eight point performance last week. Um, and we've got Alexis picking the Broncos to win 23 to 20. And Henry is picking the Packers to win mm. 22 to 17. So for a five person set, we're as split as we can be on this game. I like when we're split. Makes me feel comfortable. Um, Henry doesn't believe they're tanking, though, right? He does not. No. So he just thinks they're going to lose. I think they could. I think they could. Win this game and still be tanking. Mm. Yeah. Like, cause I know Sean knows you're on his tail. So he has to, he has <laughs> yeah. to throw you off the scent a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Cause if they're two and five and then don't win another game, like, it's just nobody knows they're exactly. tanking. David, you know? Yeah. That's why David made a great point. Ryan is building a case for the NFL against Peyton. If the NFL mm. sees your tweet, Twitter, and they're like, if oh, they that's all true. If they can't see this for themselves, then <laughs> they need to be out of the NFL. Um, Jose says if he is tanking, he should not be the coach. I actually feel the exact opposite. Mm. If he isn't tanking, he should not be the coach. And to your point about how they could lose this and still be tanking, look how much worse they have been since beating the Bears. <laughs> like, yeah, like Sean Payton was like, all right, my gosh, <laughs> yeah. I have to call worse. We are plays. too good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you hear Sean yesterday talk about? Remember how the the broadcast got a close zoom up of his play sheet? Yeah. He said, oh, I have no no worries with that. Not an issue at all. 
Maybe because he wants that info out there. <laughs> Shouldn't that be like against the rules for the broadcast? And they did it again on this past Monday night football game too. I think I don't think I don't ever see him flip it over though. Do you ever see him flip it over? What do you mean? Like mm -hmm. they always get a picture of the back. Mm -hmm. Like I would just but if it's I was double sided. Yeah, but I think he just puts BS oh, stuff on there. Oh, that'd be like great. there's no real play. He never flips it over. Like mm. to start reading other plays, he only keeps it one side. I think all that's just crap. Man. I love that. That's way better. Because I was gonna say, why don't you just put a blank piece of paper behind it? No, but I then you get you throw people off their scent. Yeah, he just uh, puts a whole bunch of crap. But on that's the back. not a tanking move. A tanking move no. is putting the real stuff just on letting. the back. <laughs> that is. That's crazy. I, that's a great point. I like that. Um, why don't they just get a privacy screen for the play sheet? I don't know. I have no idea. It doesn't make any I, sense. I actually like Todd's idea too because he's always wearing glasses. That means that he's trying to compile all the plays into very small little like sections. So he needs the glasses to look how small the type is. Yep. Also, are you allowed to? Do you have to use a sheet or could you just use an iPad? I think you have. I don't know. I guess you could use an iPad, but I. You may have to use a sheet. Okay. Because the iPad is. They have so many <clears throat> rules and regulations yeah, on there. around the technology. We only can have pictures on there anyway, so. Excuse me, you mean a Microsoft tablet oh, pro or whatever it is? Like, wouldn't it be? Sponsored I by? just feel like it would be nice to be able to visualize it like Madden. Yeah. You can see the drawn <laughs> yeah. up play. Yeah. Have you guys watched the Manning cast where they now have that 3D board that Peyton goes yep. in? And that's that's wild. Yeah, it is. The technology looks a little shaky right now, but they're trying last big point I have to make is just the technology is to such a point now where we can literally have like an animation of the game on Nickelodeon mm -hmm. that does exact the exact movement of the players and yet we still have like 65 year old guys from three yards behind the play guessing where to spot the ball <laughs> it's true chip it as Sean Payton advocates for how could we not yeah like we're just actively playing guesswork and it is worse in college football than it is in the NFL mm -hmm. They will just always round up to the nearest yard. Yeah. Like you never see in college football, they spot the ball in between yard markers. It's all about the offense, baby. <laughs> it is unbelievable. We have to stop this. We, and we have to stop this podcast right now. And thank you everyone for joining us. We're going to be tuning in for the pregame show, the countdown coming live <clears throat> 45 minutes before the game. So that's only on YouTube. So stay tuned to DNVR Sports on YouTube at 1.40 on Sunday. Todd and Alexis going to be taking us to game time. And then, of course, post game here on the DNVR Broncos podcast. Thank you all so much for rolling with us throughout the week. We'll see you before the game. Take it back